Welcome to 18 Minutes of Workplace Horror Stories and Helpful Tips. We are Jeff DeWolf and Todd Chandler, and this is Braving Bad Bosses. Jeff is the president of Wolf Prairie, a leadership and organization development firm. He doesn't even have a boss. And Todd is lucky enough to have the best boss ever, and I'm pretty sure he'd say that even if his boss wasn't listening. But over the years, we've both seen a lot oh, yeah. and learned a little. And we're not too shy about passing judgments and armchair quarterbacking the way things should be. So join us for a pint this week as we discuss reflections, lessons learned, and favorite moments from season one. All right. <clears throat> so 17 episodes in, wow. and uh, we have completed season one, and what a journey it's been. When we first started this, I honestly thought I'd, I have no idea who was going to listen to this or where it would go. But as long as there was beer yeah. involved, I was going to keep showing up and keep talking about other people's bad bosses with you. We have at least a dozen faithful listeners <laughs> as we wrap up season one. And, I and, think that's And we'd like to thank story. each and every one of them. Yes. Yeah, so thank, thank you, Mom. Yes. Uh, brother, uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. No, no, it's been a journey, um, but it's been a blast, and I'm, I'm excited that it's just the beginning, you know? And so um, I think we've learned some things. I, I, you know, I look back over this season, and I honestly, I can't believe some of the stuff we, we ended up talking about. The, yeah. st the stories that we got were just unbelievable. No, I agree. And uh, what, what was surprising to me is certainly we knew the stories before we began each conversation. But what right. I enjoyed was the dynamic part of the conversations themselves. You'd, yeah. you'd say something and take me in a totally different territory than where I thought we were going to go with that conversation. And I feel like I learned so much from sitting around being able to analyze some of these tough situations and figure out what I would do in those situations. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I'm not sure the listeners know this, but we spend probably very little time before recording each episode just because I, we I think they probably know that. Yeah, they probably figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I would say maybe, what, three to five minutes kind of reviewing the story and th kind of thinking this thing through, but then just letting it go. Right. Um, but, but that was the beauty of season one. And um, I don't know, what, why don't we start with just maybe a few memories of a few of the episodes that, that kind of stick out in your memory. There were a couple that really jumped out at me. And uh, I think one that uh, has, I thought was the most surprising, kind of most draw jopping, draw. Say that again. Draw, jaw dropping. There we go. Easy for when you, you start the first word wrong, you can't correct it it's, halfway through. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Was the sabotaging boss, the, oh, the yeah. law firm that uh, set up uh, an individual lawyer to actually fail, and then were surprised when he actually won the he case. He won. Yeah. Absolutely. That was, that was a good one. I think I loved that one because it was such a tr powerful victory story that he was able to turn it around and, and uh, be like, ha, in your face. Yeah. That, that was, uh, what, what episode was that? I'm trying to remember. It was... Um, pretty early on so it was episode nine so we released that in april episode yeah. nine and and um you remember the part in that one where he goes and he actually wins the case and yeah. he comes back and he lets the bosses just kind of go off right. on him about right. how important that client was and what a what a huge mistake and what a, you know what a failure he was and they just kind of let him like he just lets the line out and then yeah. he, and then he tells them oh by the way i won no it was a awesome. it was a wonderful like kind of play it back not only did he win but he cherished the moment a little bit and give him a little bit exactly. of uh, a line to, to hang themselves it with was there. it was it was a good one yeah what about you what were some of the memories that stick out for you oh there's so many i mean just some of the last couple of them that we just finished um the disgusting boss was just like last week it was that one that one um i still can't get the image out of my head of the lint picking boss <laughs> out of the, the belly button and the lint and oh my gosh um so yeah so that was just last week episode 16 um 
or was it 17? I'm, I'm losing 17. Track. 17 it's episodes yeah. uh, we yeah. managed to get in in the first season and uh, uh, been an incredible journey. I've, I was amazed how many of the stories made me feel I, I've lived a very sheltered work life and that I've had pretty decent bosses all the way through. Yeah. And, but there were so many that I was like, oh, man, I can't even imagine what I would do in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unlike you, I was a really bad boss in most of my career. So these, I did most of these things at one Half point. Half of no. the 17 stories actually came they from did, people yeah, that they, had to report to Jeff at one true, point. True. Yes. They, they, were, they were listeners that I knew that just said, you mind if I tell stories about you? No, that's not necessarily true. But no. It, uh, I mean, we've all learned things, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we continue to learn. Um, there's, I'm sure there's some things on this list that I have fallen victim to and I've done myself. You know, certainly the stories were very memorable and there were a lot of, uh, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that actually took yeah. place there. Yeah. I think the thing that has made the biggest difference for me personally was the touchy-feely boss. Mm. And part of that was I, I certainly always knew I was a hugger, but yeah. the aha of perhaps the... I don't want to say inappropriateness, but the lack of effectiveness yeah. of here's two guys who have uh, well into the prime of their lives, uh, who have you know had lots of career experience talking about what's appropriate, not appropriate, and not bringing in other voices to yeah. be able to flush that out. And particularly, I think, just in the time we are, that that was a blind spot we both identified and rectified by asking Leslie to join us. And it's been great for me that it's led to many conversations that I've had with both female and male colleagues about experiences that yeah. they've had. Yeah, no, it, it seems like it's, 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 much, it's, it's an issue that continues to, um, to, to be, be in front of us. Yeah. And, and what's interesting is even, the, even all of the, the trends in culture around gender. I mean, we, yeah. we had some really good conversations in those two episodes about is there a difference if, if you're a male and you're greeting a male or a female? Right. You know, do, do you initiate or don't you initiate? Is there, are there gender lines that we should be aware of or what's appropriate, what's not appropriate? So it was... It was fascinating, yeah. Well, you know, and, and having a woman's perspective made it uh, made it interesting. What's been amazing to me is um, the the consistency at which I've shared the fact that I've never felt like I've been in an uncomfortable yeah. situation that, and how many females have said, "Oh, I've I've got several examples that I can give to you," yeah. and it was just an aha of some issues you can't be too autobiographical about because our experiences are so different and so varied that it's really important to take a moment and understand it from somebody else's perspective. Yeah, and probably the only other one that I would I would point out if if listeners haven't listened is, is the lying boss. Yeah. You know, um, it, that one I you just can't make this stuff up and that's definitely fits into that category. Remember that was the that was the one where the person had a boss that was quote trying to fake it till she makes it yep, and she yep. went as far as to actually invent fake employees right so that she could send emails from a fake email address to make her company look bigger right by having an executive assistant send emails um, and then going as far as creating like a fake LinkedIn profiles in yeah. case people checked it out yeah awesome. it's crazy well it, I want to I want to transition immediately into our thoughts on the quit scale and how has yes, that is developed because I think that ties in but I just have to share this quick okay. story literally uh, just uh, Monday night uh, I was talking with a friend who his brother essentially is a one-man shop and yeah. his, his business is getting really good and he finally got past that need to feel bigger and say we'll follow up on this or whatever we, and he's, yeah, we'll. he started saying I'll take care of that I'll do this right and it's amazed how it's helped grow his business because people feel like oh so-and-so's on the case himself yeah, like he yeah. doesn't have somebody else actually working on it 
Yeah. Just kind of as a side note about sometimes we we have this perception in our head that we have to project more than what we actually are. And, right. you know, that that's the great thing about all these stories we've shared is these stories have added insights that have stuck with me into real life situations right. that have added new perspective around them and right. also helped me think it through each of them in a deeper level. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it does. It does make us think. And I think a lot of our listeners are probably not just braving bad bosses or having bad bosses, but many of them are bosses. Yeah. You know, I don't know what percentage, but a large percentage. So I'm hopeful that, you know, as we move, as we move into season two, that we can start to also just kind of maybe spend a little bit more time talking about what, okay, we talked about what a bad boss looks like. Right. What's the flip side? What's right. the good boss look like? You know, because because as we listen to this, we want to be learning so that we can avoid some of these pitfalls as we move through our careers. Yeah. No, I, I certainly, you know, and in particular, the use of email and the use of setting clear expectations has been something I've taken from many of the examples that we shared to try to go back and refine my skills as a boss to be a little bit better. Um I, I, mm-hmm. I want to go ahead and, and talk through the, the quit scale because that was when we started yeah. this journey. We thought, oh, won't it be great to say how bad was it? You know, kind right. of the old Johnny Carson scale right. of like right. how bad was it? Is this quittable? Or yeah. 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 And it was, I think most of them we tended to agree on. We had a few where we had some pretty right. big separation that right. I may have thought it was a bigger deal or you thought it was a bigger deal. But it really helped me over the 17 episodes to start to refine and define more clearly what is a quittable culture? What's a quittable yeah. relationship with a boss right. versus what's one that you can bear it out? Any yeah. thoughts that you have around that? Yeah, yeah. It just uh, j- just for those who who don't recall, most of the time we would we would pause and, and try to evaluate the scenario on a on a quit scale of one to ten, ten being brave it out, one being bail out. Yep. And uh, yeah, we, I think we agreed most of the time, um, but but I think generally speaking, it'd be interesting to talk a little bit about generally what would a person you know how when do you know whether you should stay or go yeah you know based on this the boss situation that you have yeah um and i had i had one initial idea and i'm sure you have a few too but you know because each situation is different and you have to assess your current situation in light of the situation you're in obviously so the one thing that i thought about was what about cultural consistency so if you're in a situation you got a bad boss they fit one of these one of these profiles that we looked at this this season um how consistent is that boss's behavior with the culture itself? Yep. So if the boss is, is acting inconsistent with the majority culture, when I say majority culture, the majority of the leaders all the way up the chain, do they, do they, do they look like that boss? Do they act like that boss? Or is this an anomaly? Yeah. And so I think that might be one of the assessments is I'm working for an idiot. Right. Who it probably won't last very long. Right. Because he, his behavior, her behavior is inconsistent with other powerful people and eventually... Uh, this might go away. Does that make it, sense? Uh, totally. Okay. It, it's, it, is it Sesame Street or Electric Company that had the, one of these things is not like the others? Sesame one of these Street. things just Definitely doesn't Definitely Sesame Street. Yeah. And so the, with the boss is a match for the culture, that's a bigger indicator that it's time to get out because it doesn't matter what you do with that right. relationship. Right. If the boss is inconsistent with that culture, then there are things a safety net perhaps yep. in place. And certainly as you have conversations or try to adjust that, yep. it's more likely to tip into your favor. Yeah. That's where I think patience would be a virtue there. It's yep. like, you know what? This, this person is going to hang himself. Yep. So yep. Yep. I'm not going to be in a rush to, to leave. Do you have it? What, do you have any other kind of general rules of thumb on when to stay and when to go? Um, I, I think, um, I think it's important 
to set parameters for what would define mm. you leaving before you actually get in that situation. And that's mm -hmm. where it's been helpful mm -hmm. for me. Thankfully, I've never really been in a situation where I've had to make that tough decision. But I think the tough part is when you're trying to make it in real time. Yeah. And so similar to going to an auction and saying, here's the max price I'm going to pay for something. I think it's helpful for everybody to take a moment and to establish mm -hmm. some guidelines as to yeah. where would you draw the line? So, you know, for me, certainly abuse. Um, you know, if I'm, I'm either physically or emotionally abused on a regular basis, I'd, yeah. I'd certainly get out of that. H how much is a regular basis? Is that like once a day or once a month? It depends on, uh, yeah, I guess that depends a little bit on what the <laughs> abuse is. Um, yeah. Um, no, no, I, I, know but, you, but, I know what you mean. But, but, that, but that's a great way to drive it back yeah. to the point right. that it is clearly defining what that means ahead of time. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. hey, <laughs> I, I tend to think of Princess Bride. You know, hello, Todd. You're, you're, I'll most likely kill you in the yeah, morning. Yeah, most likely kill you in the morning. You yes. know, uh, hello, stupid. You did another yeah. lousy job. Well, I'll most likely fire you tomorrow. You know, one of the things I think I think we talked about in one of the episodes that's related to this was set a timer. Remember we mentioned? Yeah. Okay, so you're in a situation. You're, you're not sure whether I need to leave. Yep. If it's bad enough to leave, set a timer. Yep. Like, uh, if this isn't different in three months, I'm, I'm gone. Or confront the boss and say, if this doesn't change, yep. uh, I'm going to stick around because I trust you to, you know, you're going to change. But if it doesn't change, I'm out in three months. Sure. It's the same way we would expect a boss to performance manage their sure. team, right? Yeah. And yeah. so it's fair for somebody working with a boss yeah. in a situation to performance manage up, to be able to say, here's yeah. the changes that need to take place yeah. for this to continue. Unfortunately, yeah. you just don't have the power to fire the boss. So that means right. you have to quit or, or go somewhere else. And it's also similar to like if you're trying to declutter an area, um, you know, you can take something that you can't decide whether to throw away or not, put it in a box, put a time, you know, six months from now. Right. And if you don't pull it out within right. that six months, it just goes off to goodwill. That's a great idea. Yeah. 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 The other one I think you meant, I think you hit on this. Maybe this is what you're getting at is the values piece. Sure. So if, if you if, if you have a boss that's putting you in a situation that's, that conflicts with your values, your, your value system, yeah. your ethics, whatever. That's probably a pretty clear sign that you need to draw a line in the sand and, and get out. At least for me, that's what I would I wouldn't want to compromise. In. Totally, we think about the yeah. like the lying boss is a perfect example exactly. of that. And so you think about I want you to go lie to this customer. No, I'm not going to do. It. I'm just right. I gotta it's I gotta say goodbye. Happen. I gotta yeah. say goodbye. Yeah. yeah, and and so I think thinking about the boss as a consistent match with the culture, but also thinking about those two things yeah. as a consistent match to your own set of values. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that's that's a that's a good one too. Thinking towards the future, mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we we had a good idea of what we wanted to do with this podcast, but we yeah. knew it was going to be a journey. And like any journey, we're at a new horizon and we can see a little bit further. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that we're thinking about this in bundles of seasons because it's a chance for us to pause for a moment, reflect a little bit on what we did out of season one, and then make some refinements yeah. for season two. What are some... What are some things you really liked about what we did out of season one? And what do you see as some tweaks that we can be making for season well, two? Well, I love the 18 minutes, even yep. though I think this, this podcast, this wrap-up is going to be a little longer than that. Yeah. Already is, probably. Um, if we were doing the Hell's Bells rules, it would be ringing right now. Oh, good. All right. So we're not too bad right yeah. now. But, yeah. so eight, We can make it. Staying at 18 <laughs> minutes. Um, you know, making sure that we stay, we stay succinct and to the point. I think, I think that's valuable. Um, I, I think I think would be interesting, maybe, Todd, is to... Is to is to take a take a little bit of time and plan, say that like the, the episodes, maybe maybe ten or twelve episodes yeah. for season two, but pick the topics in advance yep. and maybe do some and, and solicit some feedback from listeners um, about those specific topics, so we can direct some of that into a pattern for next year. 
Yeah, I would also say that the thing that is helpful is the interact that uh, that our dozens of listeners. Yes, we've had some. We've had amazing interaction with them, and I think we've hit upon some core topics that many people have experienced. And I'd like to see, as part of season two, us also developing some resources that can be helpful for them to be able to pull up as, as to whether it's a survival guide or here's just kind of some mm-hmm. things to do, some tips that uh, have in print form that they can kind of be able to use uh, as well as the uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know we, we have a place to put that. So bravingbadbosses.com would be wherever we decide to put some downloadables. Um, I think that's a great idea. And, and I would also say we're going to take a little time and retool for season yeah. two. We still got some thinking to do on it. And as we get back to you, if you've got some thoughts about what you'd like to see us do in season two, go to Braving Bad Bosses and leave us some uh, comment there. We would love to uh, incorporate some of the yeah. feedback. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great idea. So um, the other the idea that I think we, we mentioned um, just before we started recording was this this idea that maybe we bring in a little bit of research. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So if we're going to pick a topic, um, we might be able to share some insights around statistics or research that supports some of these things, um, as opposed to just shooting from the hip every <laughs> single time. As opposed to pretending like you and I have all the answers. Well, I know that I've had most of the answers. I didn't say they were correct answers. They're answers. <laughs> they were certainly They're answers. They're just answers. Yeah, yeah. They're just answers. Yeah. So that, that, that I think that'll be good. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see where we take this thing. Next. Yeah. No, I love, the, um, I love the stories that we've had. I love the uh, interaction with the audience, and I think there's an opportunity for us to have even more uh, interaction with the audience. And uh, we hope there's some value uh, in this for you as a listener. I certainly feel uh, as part of this, I've had tremendous value out of it. And I just want to thank you, Jeff, because this is uh, really this concept of the Braving Bad Bosses was your brainchild. And um, I think the conversations that we've had, I've learned a lot out of this and I've really enjoyed the last 17 episodes and I'm looking forward to season two. Well, right back at you, Todd. I mean, I've never done a podcast before, so I've been I've been standing on your shoulders as we uh, which is really awkward here at Granite City. And, and it, it, you're starting to get heavier. I think I you know. need to quit eating so I'm, much. I am, I am doing my best to drop a pound or two. Anyway, no, but it's been, it's been a great experience for me, too. Um, I have enjoyed how very different our experiences have been. Yeah. You know, you've made no, um, you haven't made a secret of the fact that you've had some pretty darn good experiences yep. and you're in a good situation now. Yep. And so I hope we can tap into that in season two a little bit because um, I really want to talk about what good boss looks like as well a little bit more next next season sure and i think you'll have some examples from your current boss and previous bosses um that we can bring to bear you know i i think that's a great call out is to you know the the bad bosses make for the better stories yeah uh, but yeah. uh being able to look and share some examples of winning moments that bosses had um can provide examples of how to better deal with the bad moments when they when they take place i still hope we have a few horror stories oh (laughs) heavens yes that's what makes it so fun and uh so many people to thank for this uh certainly we're very thankful for for granite city for hosting us here and of course all of our all of our listeners who submitted stories we couldn't have done it without them and uh, i also just want to say a special thanks to jack my son, who has been our producer, he's edited every one of these podcasts and yeah, a great uh, job. gotten the sound quality nice uh, so that uh, he, he's taken what we actually turn in and make it sound like something you could actually listen to. So yeah, sometimes Jeff. I don't even recognize it when I hear it. He's cut out no. all the stupid stuff. Well, okay, he's cut out that, much that's of impossible. the stupid stuff. That that we, we there'd be no podcast yeah. left if he cut out all the stupid stuff. Thanks, Thanks Jack. Jack. We appreciate it. Here's to season two, brother. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.